2: live,
3: all right, so we're doing part three tonight uh going into why our documents can be filed um how and how to properly get your documents uh formatted um so that it can be filed and one of the things we talked about on the last call and where we left off was was procedure. And procedure is paramount. Procedure is, is extremely important. Um, as we were having a conversation before we started the call, uh, that was one of the things that we were talking about. And the bottom line is this, is that you have to have your your documents formatted in the proper, proper format. You have to have all of the pieces that you need, and you need to follow procedure. And the reason why the procedure is important is because uh, they have something we want, and this is their game. So we got to play by their rules in order to get what we need. So last week we were talking about procedure. We were talking about affidavits, and we kind of got into it briefly uh, about affidavit. Basically, what an affidavit is: an affidavit is written or printed, a written or printed statement or declaration of facts made voluntarily and confirmed by the oath or affirmation of the party making it. So one of the things that we're going in and doing affidavits, one of the things that we have to do is we're stating our facts. We're stating our facts. We're stating what is what we have firsthand knowledge on so that when we get to the notary and it's formatted properly, um, and you're going in, and you have your direct underneath of that, that you're you're making sure that you go in. I just went to the notary yesterday, and um, uh, it's a newer notary that I deal with, uh, but they are very well familiar with me. And so basically they just go about their business and just stamp it and sign it. But for me, I make sure I go through the little ceremony, little ritual, raise my hand and state that what I said on here is true to the best of my ability. I have firsthand knowledge um, of the Asian majority, and I'm able to state the facts that are stated on this, this document, and they are done by my free will and by my hand. All right? So you're going in, and these are your facts. No one can refute these facts unless they have firsthand knowledge, and we talked about that last week as well. So the affidavit the is made voluntarily. Uh, one party or what we call ex parte the party making the statement is the afffluent affidavit is merely recites a series of statements under oath, and that's the key thing you're under oath. you're stating these facts uh, with first hand knowledge to the best of your ability, and that's what we were talking about prior to the call um, that we have to we have to put put our facts in there. Uh, uh, we're saying that even if it takes 30 pages, but I think we should be very concise and to the point of what we're stating and making sure that we're firm in our statements and what we're saying and we understand exactly what we're saying and we're not using words that will trick us or or cause us to fall into uh, foreign jurisdiction, okay? So affidavit is a statement of given facts or a statement given on information and belief, Okay. Uh, the range of circumstances in which an individual would use an affidavit is limitless. Examples are documents for employment verification of facts, uh, documentation of a promise to perform a service, a certification of eligibility for benefits, etc., etc., etc. You know, it's unlimited. Um, status. What is my status? One of the things that we were been, we've been talking about is the fact of us doing our own. Um, declarations of nativity or born affidavit or whatever you want to call it, stating who we are, spiritual name, who we are, um, when we were born, on a dates according to um, our timeline, Um, depending on what you believe or what you understand, what your religious belief is. Some people go by different dates. For us, today was the seventh month, the tenth day of the month, which we call Yom Kippur. So that's the date for us, and that's the Hebrew calendar that we follow. So when we look at it, when we're stating that we were born on whatever date you were born on according to the Gregorian calendar, you're already 13 days out of sync of what the normal calendar would be, and depending on what your religious belief is, you could be two, three months, years out of date of what's being uh, portrayed to us by the Gregorian calendar, all right? So yeah you're, you're, the importance of making this affidavit is one, you're you're doing it before a court official, okay? You're putting in the information that you need um, according to the facts and information that you have according to your belief. Because if you go back one of this one of the things it says, it says it, an affidavit is a statement of given facts or a statement of given given on on information and belief, okay? Um, so. This is according to my belief. This is according to what I know. This is according to what I believe. So what you can do is once that's done, you you fill it out. You put your direct on there. You you raise your hand and you give your oath stating that, you know, this is the truth. At first-hand knowledge, blah, 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 and you get it stamped. Because now what happens is once it has that seal on there, you have an official, Uh, uh, that they will recognize with a seal on there, that they will recognize. You can then get that document authenticated. That document now is just as good as your birth certificate that comes from the state. Okay? Uh, One of the things that I didn't go into and what I'm working on and I'm attempting to work on and I'm going to try to get filled out tomorrow and get authenticated tomorrow, (laughs) excuse me, is what's called a counter deed. And give me a second, because I wasn't going to bring this up, but since I've opened the door, I'm going to go ahead and, and bring, this, uh, bring this definition in uh, so that we can understand exactly uh, what we're talking about here. Okay?
2: All right, just give me a second, because I have to find it real quick.
3: Once I give this definition, you're going to have an aha moment, and this is why it's important for us to understand what the procedures and what 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 the rules and and what they are accepting, so that we can we can do our own stuff. We don't have to be bound by their dictates. Uh, oh, All right, hold
2: up. Hold on one second, I'm real close. Okay, okay, okay. Uh at the top of the page. Counter. Okay. All right, here we go. Counter D. A counter deed
3: is a secret writing, either before a notary or under a private seal, which destroys and invalidates or alters a public one. So does everybody see why it's important for us to understand what we need to do and how we need to do it? All right, we'll read that again. A counter deed is a secret writing, either before a notary or under a private seal, which destroys, invalidates, or alters a public one. Okay? So this counter deed, whatever your counter deed is going to be, if it's a counter deed for your house, if it's a counter deed for a birth certificate, if it's a counter deed for your car, if it's a counter deed for whatever, 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 whatever. All right? You write that up. You get your your information that you that you need, that you're you're subscribing to, according to remember what the affidavit or declaration says, a st- an affidavit a statement of facts or a statement given on information and belief. It is my religious belief that X Y Z X Y Z X Y Z. Now, I'm not trying to get into religious d- debate or anything like that. I'm just telling you, whatever you believe, whatever your religious belief is, whatever your belief is, whatever your spiritual belief is, whatever you believe your higher power is telling you, write it out on an affidavit. You you put your jurat in there, and you give your oath, and she signs it, she stamps it, and you get it authenticated, whatever process. Here in the state of Georgia, you get your notary to um, to stamp it, to sign it, Take it to the court in which that notary comes out of. You get a notary acknowledgment. Take that notary acknowledgment like I'm going tomorrow. I'm going up to Atlanta. I take it up to the Secretary of State, and I get that mojo authenticated. Now it's as good as anything they want. The beautiful thing about it is if you go back to that definition, okay, if you go back to that definition, it's a secret writing. Okay, that's, that's, that's key. It's a secret writing. Oh, man, I closed that thing out. I did. All right? It's a secret writing. Okay? So in that, it gives us our ability to say what we need to say to counteract whatever they are saying. Okay? So, so once again, once the affidavit is completing, okay, all right, you go in, in uh, the courts, affidavits are commonly employed in connection with a score of activities such as complaints, disclosures, answers, motions, etc. Supporting and opposing affidavits for court must be made on personal knowledge, must state facts, which are admissible as evidence in court. And that is the purpose of us attempting to try to get uh, these affidavits, get them notarized, to get them in as evidence, all right, and demonstrate that the uh, affiant is competent to testify to the matters in the affidavit, all right? So the affidavit is, a sw- is sworn, okay? So this is what you have to understand when you're going into these courts or when you're going into these agency proceedings. When you're going into any type of setting where you're uh, opposing somebody and they try to tell you all, all, a, all, a, all a notary can do, is uh, verified that it's a signature. You tell them no, okay? Here in the state of Georgia, the, 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 the notary can do oaths, attestations, deeds, okay? So you are swearing an oath, you are swearing an oath that what you are saying is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, okay? And then you make sure that your affidavit supports that. A lot of us are just getting these notaries to stamp it and sign it. Hell no. Okay? You have to make sure that your affidavit is in proper format and it has everything in these on there because they'll look at that. And, and I was good for this. And I, I'm telling you all, I'm telling you all from experience, do not just go in there and let these people sign their name and stamp it. Okay? You have to go in and make sure that you're properly formatted and you point out these points to this notary, let them know hey, this is so and so. And I am swearing the oath that what is being said on this document is true, that I have firsthand knowledge of this. Okay? Make sure that that's in your affidavit. Okay? Because watch this. And here's the key point. And a lot of people fail to, to realize this. Is truthful, you can be charged with perjury, all right, all right, so a notary public will be removed from office for preparing or taking the oath of an affluent making a statement that the notary public knows to be false, and it's so funny because I had a friend of mine, I was on the phone with him yesterday.
2: Okay, all right, it's SF-28, okay,
3: FS-28. Based, basically what a SF-28 is, it's an affidavit of individual surety. Now, <laughs> when I filled this out yesterday and I looked at it, I said, damn, there it is. Everything I've been telling these folks, there it is. And the reason why I can, I'm telling you there it is is because this is their form. This is what. This is how they lay out. Okay? The caption. The caption. What is the caption? Okay? Who it is versus who it is, you know, uh, the state of Pennsylvania versus Don Doe or whatever, whatever, whatever. All right? Okay. The venue or the caption could also be, um, as it is on here, affidavit of Insure, uh, individual surety, okay, but then your venue this is key you have to put the venue what is the venue it's the state of Pennsylvania, the county of philadelphia that 's the venue okay now, for me for this particular one that 's what it was because the 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 corporate entity is a Pennsylvania corporation, so that's the venue, okay? Now, underneath this, and this is a good outline for anybody who wants to know how to properly do an affidavit. Now, I'm not going to say that everything on here is 100% uh, good, but what I am going to say, is a good outline, okay? So here we go. I'm going to read through this. I'm just going to read right off of this 28. All right. I understand being duly sworn, depose and state that I, okay, one, the surety to the attached bonds, two, a citizen of the United States, and of the four Now, for this particular, for this particular affidavit, okay, and we can sit here and argue all day long. Like I said, some things are pertinent, some things are not. Now, for this particular affidavit. It's worded such because the all-cap name is what? A citizen of the United States, okay? All right, so a full age, legally competent, all right? I depose and say that concerning any stocks or bonds included in the assets listed below that there is no restriction on the resale of these securities pursuant to the registration provisions Section 5, of the Security Act of 1933, I recognize the statements contained herein concern a matter within the jurisdiction of an agency of the United States and the making of a false and fictitious or fraudulent statement may render the maker subject to persecution under Title 18, uh, U.S. Code, Section 1001 and 494. This affidavit is being made to induce the United States of America to accept me Surety on the attached bond. Okay? So, alright, you give your, your venue and then you're going in, um, you give your statement of stating that you're you're being duly sworn, you have first hand knowledge, blah, 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 blah. Alright? Then you go into your body, your body of your affidavit. That is, the, that is the statements or the facts that you are trying to present. Whatever the statements, whatever belief, whatever you are trying to communicate is what you have to what you have to put in that document. Okay? Alright, that is the body of the affidavit or the declaration or the deposition. Okay? Then you go in and um, the affluence, affluence signature and you direct. Okay? Now, this is the important part and what most of us miss is the direct, okay? All right. So the caption is commonly referred to as the title, all right? It doesn't make the title of the case or the proceeding uh, if you're submitting it in the course of litigation. If unknown or not uh, applicable, omit. Um, You're you're always going to have something there. You're going to have a declaration. You're going to have... Uh, Affidavit of this, that, or the other status, uh, agent majority, uh, affidavit, ownership, or whatever, okay? The venue refers to geographical place where the affidavit was taken, consisting of the state, the county, city, village, the municipality is optional, okay, specifically required by law, all right? Affidavit containing no venue or a venue which does not designate the place where it was taken, is insufficient. Okay, it's in, insufficient. All right. So, one of the reasons why our our documents are not being filed could be because we have missing, impertinent, important information. Okay. All right. Media files a venue is abbreviated with SS is printed designated as an abbreviation for the Latin word silicet, which means um, namely or in particular. The omission of the letter SS from the venue of affidavit is immaterial. Okay? So the main point is that you need to have your state, your county, wherever um, the venue is. Okay? All right. The body consists of a collection of sworn statements of the affiant and it's required that the body be introduced with one of the following statements. Okay, name the athlete of being duly sworn, deposes and assessed. And that's what I was saying. That was right under that, that venue. So you're going in and you're, 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 you're telling them who you are, that you're being duly sworn or affirmed, and you depose and say. Okay, all right? Um, then you can also, or it also can be, and, and basically, this goes in under under your direct, okay? The name of the affluent personally appeared before me, name of the notary public for the state of residing at whatever state and county you're in, okay? Now, on this date and this month and this year, at this time of said day in my office at location, uh, I don't think that you have to go into the actual location of where they're at. Unless the affidavit specifically, or unless the Durat specifically uh, calls for that, okay? And some of them do. In fact, on the last call, I was actually looking for, um, I was looking for affidavit I just did, and I couldn't find it. And by golly, I was looking for something else.
0: And sure enough, I found it. Okay? Now, this is
3: important. All right? This is a particular affidavit. They were asking for specific things. And these specific things, this is their procedure. Okay? And they have something I want. So I had to go in with what they asked for. Okay? So on this one... At the back of my birth certificate, okay, and they put,
2: um, they put, um, oh wow, oh wow, I just noticed something.
3: All right, hopefully this is not going to be penalized on me because basically it's, it's not, nothing, nothing. Um, there's nothing that I did. It's more so the notary. The notary didn't do it. This is a new notary. Um, But basically, one of the things that they state, that the notary had to put their name and their address expired, blah, 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 and then the notary failed to do her job because it says, to be completed by the notary public only. So she did not do that. So um, they cannot hold that against me uh, because I didn't do it. But one of the things I know that they said that it had to be signed in black ink, um, which, yeah, uh, notary inst- notary instructions. Use black ink for all signatures and for notary stamp. Do not notarize if there are any alterations such as scratched out. Correction fluid, white over, or erasures. Erasures. Do not notarize unless signed by subject or parent if under age age 18. In the presence of the notary, complete all items in the notary section and fix your notary stamp and seal. Okay? So basically, there are things that they did not, they didn't do on their end, and it has nothing to do with me. Okay? So... um, but in this, they ask for the notary's address, uh, the date the, uh, the commission expires, and the place they're stamped, okay? Now, the actual affidavit um, asks for the original information that is on my birth certificate, um, and um, I made corrections. Um so I corrected the um, errors of the, the what they have me listed as a color. I am not a color um, I am of American uh, Native American descent. Uh, they have me listed as a minor and I put I am an age of majority and I put my nationality nationality as an Israelite. Um, I also did. Um, a change of address and I gave the phone number. Okay? But the key point of all of this was the fact that I'm attempting to get my records corrected. They have possession of those records. I have to follow their procedure. Um, Once I get that done, then they can take a hike. Uh, The key thing of what we're trying to do is try to get out of their system. Okay? So that your rat as I was saying, on the back of um, or at the, the bottom of, of the page, excuse me, um, list certain ways, and there's certain ways it can be done. The key points you want to have is the name of the person who appeared before me, the name of the notary, the state, and the, the county in which you were in, the date, the day, the date, the, the day, the month, the year, okay, and that um, you were duly being being by me duly sworn on his oath, says that he or she uh, stated such and such and such, okay, or whatever you need to put on that giraffe, okay? Failure to insert that the opponent's name in the beginning of the affidavit is not factual to the uh, validity of the affidavit, but it's essential that the name of the affidavit be included in the body or somewhere on the document because we need to know, uh, let them know who is making this this. This affidavit, who was stating such, okay, um, so you put your jurat in there, um, and that 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 Durant is important because the key thing is that you want to highlight or you want to make make plain if any any um any um any agent or any judge or any clerk or whatever whatever whatever. Wants to say to you, you tell them that this is an oath, um, that it has been sworn, and you highlight that to make sure that that's in the draft that it is stated. I mean, by who? By the notary, duly sworn on his oath, states that the writings that he did was by his hand of his free will and are true, are factual, and he has first hand knowledge, blah, 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 blah. And he swears under or affirms under the penalty of perjury or, if you want to use some other wording, that what he says is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, okay? So you want to make sure that is in there because that's an important part to let them know. Say, hey, no, the notary didn't just notarize my signature. I took an oath before her to tell the truth or before him or whoever the notary is. And we need to get this out there to let these fake judges know that this is what the deal is and that you're, you're, you're not just going to just tell me. That's why it's important for us to understand and know all the intricate parts of of, of this, this, this thing called the affidavit so that we can stand our position, okay, in this to get the information that we need on the record as evidence, all right?
2: Now, does anybody have any questions? No questions? Four once twice three times?
3: Okay, good. All right. All right. So, um this is key once again, the notary public should place the affidavit under oath, upon acceptance of the oath, the shall sign his name immediately after the last line of the body so that no additional, no additions may be made to their text, okay? Um, I forget exactly how it goes. Uh, further, I say if not, okay? And then by sign your name, okay? So you're letting them know this is concluding it. If you're leaving blank space, this page is left blank intentionally, okay? So anything below this, you see anything below this line? This is, is left blank intentionally. You know it's been added. Wasn't in the initial. Okay. All right. So you sign that. Um, now, um, what's being suggested is that the affidavit should sign his full name exactly as written in the body of the of of of, of the affidavit. Okay. Um, some, some notaries, and I'm not saying that they're right or wrong, but some notaries want you to sign your name as it is on whatever identification that you're giving, okay? That's why I, I keep drilling this. I need to find you a good um, notary public, develop a relationship with them so it gets to the point that it becomes automatic, okay? I have a couple notaries. Basically, I sign all different kinds of ways, only behind the fact that I have different positions, different hats that I wear at certain times, okay? So it's important that you you get that um, um, known up front so that they understand exactly what you're doing, and that's another piece. When you're going in, going back to that giraffe, if you're signing for yourself, then that's one thing. But if you're signing for uh, one of your businesses, then you need to have it put in there that I whatever your name is, um, on behalf of uh, whatever company, uh, being a chief uh, executive officer or whatever, uh, did this within the authority that has been given to me by the rules and regulations or the Constitution or the bylaws of said corporation uh, on behalf of the corporation, okay, um, as authorized representative or whatever, Whatever spill that you need to to have in there, if you're doing it for a corporate affidavit, okay? We'll we'll, we'll kind of go into that a little bit more. All right. Um, uh, the use. Now, this is one of the things we talked about in a previous call, and I don't quite agree with it, um, because it depends upon who's making the claim, okay? But the use of fictitious or assumed names is not permitted. Um, I think that that is something in a lot. I know a lot of notaries, I know when we first started getting not- documents notarized, they wanted exactly as it was on the driver's license. They wouldn't go any other kind of way. Um, if you have an assumed name, you have a DBA, you have a whatever, 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 then you can present that and and it should be um it should be accepted. Okay? Uh fictitious name. Well, we all know that the all caps name is a fictitious name anyway. But because this is their game, they don't see it that way. Alright? They want it used the way they want it used. Alright? So I don't necessarily agree with that, but that is just something that was in my notes, and just to make us aware that you want to make sure that if you're you're presenting an assumed name that you have the documentation to prove that this name is assumed okay you're the owner of it blah 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 blah, and you're doing it in that capacity okay uh social professional titles titles uh include mr. mrs mrs doctor professor not appropriate um, so uh some of them are like m d at the end. Is, is is used, and especially if you're doing an affidavit on something that, from coming from a medical um, position, I think that that is allowable, right? Underneath the signature, the name should be clearly printed. Signature is evidence that the affidavit accepted the oath administered by the notary public. Okay, so for me, once again, you know, even if they don't give it, I say it anyway, so that you know it it I can state with clear conscience. Yes, I took oath. She heard me, she signed it. That settles it. All right? All right. Um I really want to um get uh when I get a chance uh, to try to put up uh copies of these um uh, examples of uh, these affidavits. Basically just showing you the outline of um what what's on them. Um, and how, they, uh, how they're how will be put. Okay, the jurat consists of words which are placed directly after the signature and the affidavit states that the facts stated were sworn to or affirmed before the North Republic together with the statement of authority and the official signature. So you want to make sure, once again, that the jurat is on there. Okay? I know some of us like to put, you know, hey, um, uh, The use of a notary is only for verification of signature and not to bring me into any foreign jurisdiction, blah, 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 blah. Bull crap, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Okay? Um, If you want to put it on there that the use of a notary doesn't bring you into a foreign jurisdiction, that's fine and well. But you can't just say that this is for a signature for verification. You need that oath in there to give you the weight for that particular affidavit. So if you want to put in there is for the uh, pertaining to this at this oath, this affirmation, okay, and verification of signature, that's it. Does not draw me into any foreign jurisdiction, period, okay? So if you want to put that, that's fine, but you don't want to put that you're just doing this for verification of signature. Bull crap, okay? Got to have the direct in there to make the affidavit have any weight. If not, you're just pussyfooting around and losing your money. Plain and simple as that. No direct? Guess what? The judge is going to say, "Oh yeah, she just uh, she just uh, verified your signature." In fact, you said that's all she's doing. There it go right there. I can read. Then you then you write that there that 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 she's just verifying your signature. Yeah, there it go right there. So what did you do? You just screwed yourself out of uh, five bucks, three bucks, whatever notary charges. Okay. All right. So not only can you do affidavits, declarations, but you can also do a, a deposition. Okay. And I think this is important. Um only behind the fact that, especially if you're in a a, 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 uh, in a criminal situation or facing jail time or whatever, um, you could put in a deposition, okay? And and if you don't know what a deposition is, a deposition is a written testimony of a witness taken out of, out of the court or other hearing proceeding under oath or affirmation before a notary public or any other legal authority, authority okay? Okay. Um, this imperative. In fact, I shared this on another call before. Um, I was watching one of these judge shows, and basically what ended up happening was um, the, the same exact thing. Guy, uh, A girl had a mechanic uh, write up an a, a affidavit, and she gave it to the judge. And the judge said, oh, yeah, the notary just, uh, just uh, verified his signature. Now, because i never seen the affidavit, they never showed the affidavit on the TV screen, I'm assuming that there was no jurat, or that person did not know. If there was no jurat, then there's nothing that they could say. But there was a jurat in there that stated that they said this under the penalty of perjury, or they swore oath, or they affirmed, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Then immediately she was she should have said to the judge, Ah oh, no, you look at the bottom of it, there, there's a jurat there. I swore oath. I swore oath that I was telling them the truth, or they swore oath that they were telling the truth. And there's the giraffe on the note, on the affidavit. So, all that just verifying the signature, that's na na na, that's not it. There's a giraffe on that thing. And so, that's what we have to be careful of and understanding when we're doing affidavits, depositions, declarations, whatever we're doing, that you've got to have that giraffe on there. It's important. Okay? All right. So, uh, then, um, especially especially if it's intended to be used at, at, at a hearing, civil, criminal, whatever, okay? The examination is a collection of questions determined and provided by either an attorney or a judge, okay? So basically, even if, if especially if you're doing, um, if you're in a civil proceeding or something like that, and they do a, um, a request for uh, uh, production, or they do uh, interrogatories. You know what I mean? You take that and you go and you fill that thing out, you, you sign it, and you take well, you take it to a notary, you sign it, and you get that thing, whatchamacallit? You send it back to the behind. Alright? Here's my deposition. Got nothing else to say. Anything under that? I'm taking a sift or I don't understand. Alright? So a deposition can be an integral part or component of discovery. Okay, in a civil or criminal trial, sometimes referred to as examination before trial, okay? The opponent is the party who gives the testimony under oath, which is transcribed to written, a written state statement. All right, depositions must be made on personal knowledge and state facts, which are admissible as evidence in court, all right? Normally, a deposition, which contains hearsay testimony, will be rejected by the court, okay? Alright, let me give you a let me give you a um um let me give you an example of how it could be rejected. A persons born in nineteen uh, nineteen ninety five is a gives defi- a deposition and he states that um yeah um I heard one bullet fly by my head. And uh, or I heard the one bullet fly by my head and it struck the, the guy in the car that was riding by. Um, what's wrong with that? Person was born in 1995. The incident took place in 1962, 63. Okay, it's hearsay. You weren't there. You weren't even born. All right. So when we're making depositions, we got to we got to say what we saw. Not what we heard, not what somebody told us, not none of that. Our first-hand knowledge is important and imperative for us to, to have that information. Okay? All right. Depositions differ from an affidavit in that the deposition may be an involuntary procedure by a witness in a civil or criminal matter. Uh, it's effectively difficult for a person to refuse to comply with the request to make a deposition. Uh, if required a person refusing to answer the questions at a deposition hearing, they'd be compelled to do so. An affidavit is generally a voluntary act of making a sworn statement, not necessarily intended for use in court or hearing proceedings, okay? Uh, if, a wit- if a witness in a legal proceeding is unable to attend the, the trial or hearing uh, to give sworn testimony, it is legally acceptable for the testimony to be put in writing, okay? The in write- the written testimony, must be signed by a witness and sworn to in the presence of a notary public. All right, so this is why it's important that we understand what we're doing and having the proper format and the proper procedures so that we can get the information across and it's acceptable. We want to paint these people into a corner. We don't want to give them any wiggle room. We already know we're dealing with dishonest people. what you put in there? All right. Okay. All right. Procedures. And this is one of the things we started out um, pounding on. Okay. is procedures. In some states, a civil deposition taken or certified on Sunday is void. Okay. Um, and that and that depends on what state you're in. Certain states have the blue laws, Sunday laws. Okay so it's not permissible for you to take a, a deposition on Sunday, okay? All right, although a deposition can be taken over the telephone, the final transcript deposition must be personally sworn to by the deponent in front of a notary public or other officer empowered to administer his oaths. Telephonic oaths are not permitted under any circumstances. Now, this is something that I wish I knew uh, a couple years ago, um, about the telephonic uh, deposition, all right? But that's just a heads-up for folks so they can learn from our our mistakes. Okay, in fact, if it is proven in court that a deposition was not personally sworn to before a notary or other officer, the deposition is in danger of being declared faulty, defective, and will likely be disallowed as admissible evidence.
2: So this is why
3: it's imperative and important to make sure that we follow procedures to get our information in the proper format, to get our information sent in uh, to get it properly uh, formatted into to the case to be accepted. Okay? We don't want any deficiencies in anything to allow these people to, to disallow anything. Okay. The difficulty arising from the requirements that the witness be placed under oath prior to testifying. Uh, Especially if this deposition is occurring out of state. Okay. Additionally, to the the opponent being sworn before a notary public with the final version of the transcribed deposition. All right. Although it may be somewhat difficult and logistically challenging, arrangements must be made to have a notary public travel to the site of the deposition to have it placed the witness under oath, a certified Uh, certificate prepared by a supervising shorthand court reporter and the matter needs to be transmitted to the remote uh, military public voice signature, all right? Okay, so uh, all right, so we want to skip past some of this. Um, Basically, this is all pertaining to Uh, depositions.
2: Anybody got any questions? No questions. Okay. All right. Um, When I get an opportunity, I'm actually getting ready to head out of town um
3: I wanna try to uh, I wanna try to put up some of these uh examples. i put them up in the group as soon as uh I get an opportunity. Uh just been real extremely busy. Uh I mean, the feast days and I had surgery this week and stuff like that.
2: All right. Okay. All right. So this is going to be the last thing we're going to go
3: over tonight, um, like I said, I, I do have to get back to work. I've got some stuff I have to take care of so I can head up and get some documents authenticated and stuff like that tomorrow. All right, acknowledgments and proofs of execution, acknowledgment, okay? Acknowledgement is a formal declaration before authorized public officer. Is made by a person executing an est- instrument who states that it is his free will, a free and deed. Like for example, when a person completes and signs a power of attorney, the acknowledgment confirms the fact that the party actually signed a document for the person for the purpose detailed in it. Okay. For the person declares that he signed the document freely, willfully, and without undue influence i.e., a threat of violence. How many times are we forced to sign documents against our will? All right? Notaries, do not acknowledge the execution or signing of documents. Rather, clients acknowledge the execution of the document. Notaries, take the acknowledgement of the clients who executed the document. All right? The acknowledgement... It provides a degree of protection to the public by certifying that the docu- document was properly executed. If you want your documents filed, you've got to file them properly. They have to be properly executed, all right? They have to file all of the things. A lot of us look at this as a as, uh, pain in the butt. A lot of us look at it as overreaching. But majority of this really is just for our protection. Okay? They want to make sure that you are the person that you say you are, and you are executing this. I'm not standing behind you with a gun talking about, sign this document, sign, sign your house over to me, okay? Or else, I'm going to shoot you. Or I may not have a gun. I might just be standing there and say, hey, remember, remember little Bobby Joe at home? Yeah, you know, Bruno's standing right next to her, ready to snap her damn head off if you don't sign these freaking documents. All right? Everybody clear on that? Okay, for in order for a document to be record, I'd be a recordable instrument. Ah, key point here. Okay, an acknowledgment is a legal requirement. Acknowledgment of execution is required for a wide variety of documents, such as contracts, bills of sale, uh, real property conveyances, i.e., deeds, releases, trusts, leases, mortgages, including home equity loans, power of attorney. Cemetery plot deeds, lien releases, mortgage satisfaction, chattel mortgage, etc. Any acknowledged, any unacknowledged agreement concerning real property cannot be recorded in official records. Okay? So you need that acknowledgement, you need that direct. These are important pieces of the puzzle to help us get our documents filed. For example, a mortgage is signed, sealed, delivered, Remember, I think it was two calls ago, all right? We took you into Jeremiah. We showed you how how that is coming straight out of Scripture, okay? Signed, sealed, delivered, and recorded. It may be invalid unless it has been properly acknowledged, okay? All right, the Federal Bankruptcy Court is held that even though a home improvement mortgage had been signed by the bankrupt borrower, and recorded months earlier, it was voided because the notary public was not present at the time the borrower signed it. Wow! Wouldn't it be wonderful to to have that proven and get your stuff overturned? Come on! There are other things that are in here to help us that are key and important points. All right, the per the person must appear before the notary public. Taking an acknowledgment over the telephone is illegal. Unless the person making the acknowledgment actually and personally appear before the notary public on a day specified, notary public certification is false and fraudulent. Let's think about that for a minute. Excuse me. How about robo-signers? Okay. How do we know that the person that said they signed this document was even present? And if these people are notaries in the office of a, a document manufacturing company, do they not have a specific gender? Do they not have a specific reason for being there? Does their livelihood not depend on the fact that they gotta sign these documents so that they can steal our houses? These are things that we need to look in. And 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 this is we're not looking at this from our perspective, but we're looking at this from the other perspective as ways of helping us to to find uh, remedies uh to, to get stuff overturned. Okay? So, um one of the houses I lost. I wish I'd have known this information because I would have told that damn uh notary public a new asshole. Straight up. Alright? So example I gave you about the affidavit I did for my birth certificate. Okay? Now if that is rejected I now have remedy on the notary public because the notary public did not did not file the doc or did not properly execute the document. It wasn't my job to make sure that she did what she was supposed to do, okay? All right? So a notary public must make sure that the document is completely executed. There should be no blanks. If a notary public discovers blanks, the client should be asked to complete the document, fill in all the blanks, or draw lines the blanks the client refuses to do so for any reason the notary public should decline to officiate all right Another thing we have to understand Notary public is an official all right a court officer okay they are, are here in Georgia they are under the, the court of, of, of whatever county that their 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 oath is in in that court most of the notaries I use is in um, Jones County. Okay, so I got to go up to Jones County to get the uh, documents uh, uh, acknowledged. Okay, and then I can take them up to Atlanta to get them authenticated. All right, all right. While it's not the responsibility of the notary public to completely read and comprehend the document, a rapid skimming examination is a reasonable is reasonable and prudent act for the notary to do. Okay. Usually the blanks are purely the result of an honest oversight on the part of the constituent. In this case, on my document, okay, the notary failed to fill in the date, all right? Uh, Most persons will uh, appreciate the discovery of the flaws, all right? Now, unfortunately for me, it's been those documents were notarized almost two months ago, all right? I have not heard anything back from the state of Pennsylvania, um, but I will be sure enough, and I will be intrigued to see what these people are going to do with what I sent them. I want—I'll be interested to find out what the hell they're going to do, because if—if—if—if—if if, 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 if what I have done is any indication of what we need to do, let me tell you something. And we will be back on talk to you with the quickness. Because I want to make sure that that everybody is 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 aware of, of what happened and what transpired. This I'm not listening, I'm not in this just for me. I'm in this for all of us. And once this is done and if this gets completed, like I think it's going to be completed, then guess what? We're going to share. And it don't cost nothing but four or five bucks. And once once this is completed, I mean, what are they going to do? How can they refute? What can they refute?
0: Um the two errors that I listed.
3: The way I have my name spelled, the corrections uh, that I'm I'm demanding that my week my name is spelled. Okay? And, and and how can they refute that I'm not a color? And how can they refute that uh, um, I'm not of the age of majority? Because the best proof that this document is pertaining to me, guess what? This document is over 18 years old. And I'm clearly and accurately um, filling out the information that you are requested. Now it's up to
0: you to refute it. If you can't refute it, guess what? It
2: says it's truth. And
3: I have this. I have been, um notarized before notary. So what you gonna say? What you gonna do?
0: How are you gonna disprove it?
3: Because in fact, my sister has uh traced our
2: lineage all the way back to the sixteen hundreds. And if I need to, I'll bring that up
3: and I will file that under under an a, a affidavit and um, and I will uh, uh,
2: submit that in on the record. Now, disprove it. All right? Okay.
3: So, is the notary's job... Duty to make sure that uh, the client is fully aware of the name of the document before making his acknowledgment is especially critical in the instance of a young, elderly, infirm, or otherwise potentially incompetent person. Make sure that they are aware of, of what they're signing and, and the ramifications. The outcome of uh, execution of a document such as a power of attorney requires that a person fully understands. Uh, its meaning and its consequences. For example, a business person may tell an elderly customer that a document is just a legal formality to start a home improvement job when it really, in in reality, it's a a mortgage agreement. Who doesn't need to know that? Who doesn't need to be aware of what the hell they're signing? Okay? A court has held that although the terms of an instrument are enforceable without an acknowledgment, such an instrument lacking a notary acknowledgment, which is never nevertheless recorded, is not considered constructive notice and is therefore not a binding uh, agreement on a person who has not actually um, has actual notice of the instrument. Constructive notice is the is the, the notice implied by law that such as in the case of a a a notice of documents which has been recorded in the clerk's or the registrar's office, all right? There are situations that, that, of course, you know, we know that they're going to file their own documents because they're, quote, unquote, supposed to be the trustworthy people. But in essence, you know, if if you know the law and you can handle, if you can point out their deficiencies and you can articulate the things that need to be said in a court record, then we can get them to side with us if you know what you're talking about. If you go in there with some old bull crap, then guess what? They're not going to hear you, okay? Uh, case in point was the uh, incident I talked about last, on last week's call. I was fighting the VA for six years, okay? When I formulated a document, put it in its proper context, got it notarized, got my draft, uh pointed out the law, put everything in there, I overturned a six-year battle in one fell swoop, okay? So it's important to understand what the hell you're talking about and have proper procedure so that you can hold these people's feet to the fire, all right? Although no republic taking an acknowledgment may serve as a subscribing witness in connection with the instrument, this is not recommended practice. It's always good to have a third-party unbiased person somebody who has no connection with the instrument, who has no part of the dealing. That's why the, 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 the process that we're going to do tomorrow, okay, is going to have a third-party witness, okay? And then that third-party witness, even though they are a notary, okay, is going to have another notary notarize their document, okay, in order to make an effective um, end of this, of this, of this issue, because once we have all of these third party uninterested people that are giving testimony then guess what they had no skin in the game they had no reason to lie they are uh, officers of the court they were just witnessing a process these people were sent a document they were sent a bond they were sent a promissory note for $22,000 okay they didn't return it they didn't respond we sent them a notice of non-response. We gave them an opportunity to cure. They have not responded. We defaulted them. So now we go to court. Now it's what the ass time, because how are they going to overcome any of these issues when we have two or three other people who are notaries who are following this process and, and have not um, uh, uh, have no skin in the game? Now, uh, to my job, um, what I was talking to you about earlier, the um, process that we're doing, um, I'm connected with a person. I don't have their permission to uh, say what, what we're doing. Um, when I talk with them tomorrow, um, I will see if they will allow me to further elaborate on what it is that, that we are doing, okay, okay? Um, but at this point in time, I have to respect um, respect the boundaries that have been given me um and i I try to be a man of my word and um so at this point in time, I have not been given permission to to go into go into what 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 we're doing at this point in time um but uh you know um I know that i this particular person has had success. Um, I'm hoping that we'll have the same success. And, um, you know, and hopefully if everything goes the way it should, then I don't think that they uh, don't have a reason not to share that information. So I'm hoping that that will come to fruition. Um, And that's all I can say about that. Um, So, um, all right, so it's important that you have a, a, a party who is not uh, involved in the matter to be a third-party witness, especially here in Georgia when you do a deed, you have to have somebody else, third-party uh, witness, to sign the document. Uh, if, uh, if a party to a matter challenges the suitability of a notary public on the basis of some uh regardless of, the actual innocence having had the notary public service a witness could prove fatal blow to the defense of a properly execution uh, proper execution of an instrument. So for example, if an unscrupulous individual claims to have been pressured into signing a mortgage or other loan document, later on acknowledges or alleges that the transaction was accomplished under duress or even that his signature was forged. The defense becomes seriously weakened because of the dual role. So the notary public should never serve as a witness for an instrument to which he is taking an acknowledgment. Okay? Um, If a notary um, knowingly makes a false certification that a deed or other instrument was acknowledged, he is guilty of official misconduct and fraud. Uh, Damages are recoverable for issuing a false certificates. It depends on the state statutes. Um, and this is the reason why notaries have to be bonded because you can also make a claim against their bond uh, if they have done uh, some type of uh, fraudulent activity. Uh, an award of damages was upheld by an appellate court when a uh, notary public had, a, uh, had certified that a mortgager had appealed appeared uh, acknowledge the mortgage when he didn't appear. You know, so in such instances, the notary public would be held li- personally liable for the damages awarded. While a notary public might be protected from criminal liability in the absence of criminal intent or guilty knowledge, the deed or other written document or instrument with false certifications is invalid because it's a forgery. All right? So that's key. And this is some of the things that we need to be looking at and need to be addressing in certain issues, okay? The acknowledgement, they may not be taken by a notary uh, public if such notary is an interest, interested party to an instrument, all right? So that's why you have to have a separate person, okay, to handle that instrument. Example, when I hand these bonds and stuff to this notary tomorrow, they're going to do an affidavit stating that they placed the instruments in the mail, that this document, that document, whatever, whatever, whatever was in there, okay? And they're going to make that statement. Then they're going to have to get another notary to notarize that, that document stating that this is what she has done. That makes sense because she has to distance herself, okay, and we have a chain of people are not interested parties on the document who are now um, uh, verifying that this was done, this was in there, this was said, so forth and so on. Okay, that's why it's important to make sure you have reputable people. Okay, um, acknowledgment may not be taken by no republic if such no republic is instrument is interested in in the instrument or any part of the process or if they are part of the, the, the lawsuit or whatever, okay? A deed is void if the acknowledgement or the guarantee is, is not taken by a grantee, all right? A mortgage is defective if the acknowledgement of the mortgagor is not taken by a mortgagee, all right? The distinction between the taking of an acknowledgement and an affidavit must be clearly understood, all right? An acknowledgment verifies that the person before the notary public actually freely signed a document for the purpose stated in it, okay? This is the clause. This is the important piece that says, hey, Jim Bob don't have a gun to my head. He twist my arm. I'm freely doing this. I'm not crazy, but this is my free will, and this was done by my hand. Okay, however, no oath is administered, all right? Affidavit requires that the contents of a written statement are true. The statement is made under oath, and there are some acknowledgments, which are combinations of acknowledgments and affidavit. A prudent notary public should carefully examine every document to determine the duties required, okay? Now, the notary should examine the document determine the duties required. If you have somebody like mine, uh, I have a new a new notary that works at the place I get my notary work done, Okay, it is good for you to know and understand as well because sometimes you might have to point them in there because guess what? It's your document. You are paying for a service. You want that service rendered properly so that there is no excuses that there are no Reasons that this document cannot be filed, it can't be recorded, it can't be authenticated, it can't be whatever you're attempting to do with that document. That makes sense, right? Okay, so these are 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 three essential components of an acknowledgment: the person appeared before the notary public, positive positive identification, and the actual acknowledgment of signing to the notary. All right. The person who is the signer of the document must personally appear before the notary public. person executing the instrument does not have to sign his name in the official president of the notary public unless specifically required. You have some reason to believe that there is an issue, that this person is not the person that they're saying they are, then I would have their behind stand before the notary to sign it and that they can make sure that they are who they say they are. One of the things that we have done for our rental properties is we get our lease to sign at the notary. The reason why the notary pulls it out, makes them pull out their ID, show it to them, they sign it, and we go through whatever dry, gyrations we need to do. They fully understand, blah, 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 and you're doing this by your free hand and will. I'm not forcing you to sign this. You paid me whatever you were supposed to pay me. Everything is due with you sign it, she stamps it, I get a copy, you get a copy, then you get the keys. Not until then. Right? Why? That protects us. But there's no hokey pokey. There's no bull crap. Well, can I get the keys early, I promise? No. You get no keys until all the money on the wood makes the bet go good. You're at the notary. You sign. I got a signed lease because that's what happened. I lost a case. Uh, A couple months ago, because I didn't have a signed lease. Okay? Basically, because the guy didn't live there, he was renting it for his sister, I lost. Guess what? First time, shame on me. Second time, shame on you, because it's not going to happen again. Okay? So, this is why it's important that we have everything that we need in house. Okay? All right. So, therefore, the venue indicated in an acknowledgement certificate should state the exact jurisdiction where the acknowledgement is performed, not necessarily where the document was actually signed. Failure to designate the venue in an acknowledgement certificate uh, is a fatal defect, one which cannot be remedied after the document has been released by the notary public. Okay, it is not necessary to the validity of an acknowledgement that an instrument be signed in the presence of the notary it, does only, it is only necessary that a person who executed the acknowledgement be known by the notary or to be the person described at the end who executed the instrument. And that's why I say it's important for us to have uh, good relationships with notaries so that we can get whatever we need done, okay? And we won't have to go through any or around,
2: all right? Okay, so, um, okay, the mere existence of acknowledgement
3: on the instrument can therefore raise no presumption that the notary was a witness to the execution of the document, nor is there a mere existence of acknowledgement certificate proof of the actual act, all right? The actual notary or the actual acknowledgement phrase of the act must Contain certain criteria or meet certain criteria. Essential that the date of the instrument bear the same date of acknowledgement before the notary public. The exact date of the personal appearance should be recorded in the certificate. All right? It's one of the defects that was done on my uh, notice for my birth certificate. Okay? The notary did not sign the date, did not write the date that the document was signed, okay? I'm hoping that that will not be a fatal flaw in the instrument. If it is, then I have to now bring a claim against the Notary Public.
2: Okay? All right. Okay, any other questions? Who has any questions? Everybody's good. Y'all still with me? Yeah, I'm with you, G. Okay. But y'all to sleep on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I mean, you hit the head on. You hit the nail on the head with the hammer. You know, I don't understand though everything gotta be lined up correctly. So, you know, I'm just uh just sitting back listening, double checking my, my myself, so just follow you know, basically following your lead and going back double checking, make sure we got I, eye our T. Yeah,
3: that's important and imperative because I mean, you know, you have to understand that this is okay. Whatever we're attempting to accomplish, we have to follow suit, okay? If we're attempting to do a declaration for status, we need to make sure that that declaration is done properly, okay? We need to make sure it's it's following their procedures, it's executed properly, so that we can end up getting our information before them to get the results that we're looking for. If you're going to, it's it's like this. If, if 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 my car needs a wash, you're gonna charge me ten dollars to wash my car.
2: And you only do half the car. Should you get paid? How? All depends.
3: Did I did I specifically say I was going to wash your whole car for ten dollars? <laughs>
0: okay, I got you. The 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 uh the
3: verbiage. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's it's, it's, the, it's the verbiage, but it's also the fact that what are we entering into? If this is, and this is why it says that the notary has to know. Uh, what duties they need to perform, but we need to know what duties need to be performed perform too. Because how do we know that they what 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 we needed them to, to do that they did it correctly? Then we we want to go holler at the court the clerk because the court of clerk won't file our documents because we did what we were supposed to do to get it filed. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but that's just like. Uh... What you said when it came to the uh, the jurat should have the important pieces in there, which basically sums up the notary and like saying what what rights you're standing on while you're doing this. So that is that is a very important uh, piece uh, at at the end. Exactly. I mean, and it, to
3: the point that even if you're putting this in a case the judge is trying to tell you that, no, nah, this is not acceptable, you're going to say, on well, what grounds are they, is it not acceptable? This is an affidavit. I'm putting this in here. I'm submitting this as 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 an affidavit, and uh, he says, well, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's not acceptable. Well, well, it's been notarized. Yeah, but the notary is only notarizing your signature. And then you have to tell him, say, hey, no, 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 no. Come on now. You know the law. And I, I'm I'm assuming you could read because if not, you should not be in this position if you can't read.
2: But that the rat right, right there it says that they was sworn and subscribed to. Yeah, exact, exactly. Because the uh uh
0: cause I know from from my experiences when I did my when I did my birth certificate uh I made sure I just. I just put like a little highlight on what I'm, you know, basically the uh, the uh, the law, the universal law that uh, that it applies to upon a because because that that direct basically serves as like a uh, it's, it's it's like a question and an answer when you when you're going in. You know, like especially like like say you go before the magistrate, and they say, okay, you had this affidavit, blase blase. Uh, now, according to this, what you have right here in black and white, I can hold you to your word because you put it right here on paper. What 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 you got what you got in this affidavit, and if you and if your word and what you're going by. Is gonna be falling protected by these laws, or whatever you put down here, then that makes you liable uh, 100%. Uh, so, like I said, you ought to make
2: make sure that
0: you know what you you're doing, and not just be doing something, just be doing something.
3: Exactly. I mean, the f- proper procedure, because the proper procedure is going to be the key that's going to get you where you need to want, where you want to go. I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, then you're you're setting yourself up. You're wasting your your own money, your own time, because you're now spending money trying to redo or undo something that's already been did and done, and, and so forth and so on. So uh, it just makes good sense for us to to go ahead and and make sure that the did it right the first time instead of spending on wheels and, and, and wasting money and wasting time and then blaming other people because your stuff is not working? Have you done your due diligence to make sure that you, you have completed all the things necessary to accommodate or to acquire the, the information or the things that, that you're looking to do? Uh, did you do your due diligence? and getting the information that is needed to uh, uh, accomplish what you're looking to do. If not, then, you know, you have nobody to blame but yourself. You know, um,
2: just that just that plain and just that simple. Yeah,
0: because uh, the one key thing about the affidavit, like I said, it should be formatted to fit you and not be formatted just to be going along to get along. Exactly. You know. And, and, and that 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 really get they really get people caught up uh when they when they do that.
3: Yeah. It I mean and it just, you know, it's it 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 just makes sense. Just go ahead because all right, if, all right. It's one thing to get mad. One thing to get mad because you have did your due diligence and you've done all that you needed to do to to get get what you need done, and these people just outright just deny you. That's one thing. But if you have
1: not done
3: everything that is needed. Be done, and they deny you. What? What?
2: What? What do you have? What is it that 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 uh, that that that,
3: that, that the, the the repercussions or or whatever that if you haven't done all that you can do to apply everything to get what you need,
0: you know. Uh, it just it just doesn't make any sense if if you haven't done everything that you need to do. And it's just, just that plain and just that simple. Well, yeah, 'cause that's that's gonna that's gonna put the thing in motion that you're filing a falsified document.
2: Well, not necessarily uh, a
0: falsified document. But, well, mean, no, no, no. But check it out though. Because if if you don't know what you're doing or know what you're putting on paper, like you say, when, it, when it's time to go before that magistrate, what is the magistrate going to do? He's going to pull going pull that black and white out because he got your word. And if you don't know what you're doing or know what you're saying. Oh, now, and like you say, penalty against perjury, right? Right. But now you just file a false document. You just made a false claim. Because you well, you, had to,
3: even. you would have to define what the false claim is because if you failed to do something, okay, let's, let's go back to the affidavit I did for my birth certificate, okay? Everything I put on there, I have firsthand knowledge of. Everything that I was right. supposed to do, I did. I did what was required for me to do, okay? The notary failed to do what they were required to do. You can't penalize me for that because I have no control over that notary. It's like,
0: okay, no, 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 we're not talking about that part. I'm not talking okay. about that deal, deal with a notary. You know, you know, not that. We're talking about when it comes down to if you have to go before the magistrate and you cannot even recite what you have on there, at least a tenth of a bit and whatnot. You know, you, you just went along with the program and just threw something out here and you don't have no clue on What you're doing and why you're doing it, like you say, you're okay, going to you. You, you, you're committing perjury, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like you got a false document here, you can't even stand on your own ground, all right? All right, all right, uh, like, like I say, I'm not talking about yeah, a
3: okay, I a right? Yeah, because the yeah. notary is responsible for anything that's within the document, the only thing the notary is responsible for is to make sure that you are who you say you are and that you are attesting to what you're saying on the the penalties of perjury or that what you're saying is the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth those are the only two requirements that they are to that she administered the an oath, and those are the only requirements that she is required um yeah, as she said you can't she can't she can't she can't make what you say in the document proper, and if you're not able to recite it then. Right you know, then, yes,
0: that can be problematic. That can be extremely problematic. Yeah, because okay. their job, like you say, is to do the identification check, you know, uh, sign, date, put the little staff on there,
2: uh, mm-hmm. where,
0: I mean, the seal, and, you know, and, and be done with it. But, you know, the, the notary notaries themselves also have to be in compliance with whatever whatever uh governing body that they're coming in under. They must right. be in compliance so your document ain't no good.
2: Right.
0: Yeah now that now that's another thing now uh like, like I tell people, you know, get you three get You three notaries. You, know, you have right. the notary thing, you know by itself. If you get your three notaries Uh, Three, which is a powerful number, if if you know numerology, uh, you know, you you can take that three to the Holy Trinity. You can take that three to, uh, uh, you know, to uh, father, son, uh, and child, father, father, mother, and child, uh, you know, Holy Trinity. But that three is equivalent to the clerk of courts in the superior court. Because that means that each notary has all. It's more like each notary is confirming the previous notary. Right, and uh, what so, they
3: call form.
0: Yes. Right.
3: That is what we're working on, and that's what one of the things I'm heading up to Atlanta to 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 to, to do tomorrow. Uh, we have a notary which has a network of notaries in Georgia. I think. Uh, she's in Fulton County. We uh, have some that's in Clayton County. Um, I forget where the rest of them is, but I think she has about eight of them, I believe, that are uh, in that network. And then they have some other notaries that are in Florida and some other states that we're attempting to try to uh, get together. So in essence, what's what's getting ready to happen for us here in Georgia? Uh, we're about ready to start some quorums. So it's important and imperative that uh, once I have this conversation with them tomorrow and we figure out how to get this done and and do what we need to do, that, you know, some some awesome things are about ready to start happening here in Georgia.
0: All right. All right, yeah. So, you know, if we are – like I say. You 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 lock that down, uh. Like I say, you build a rapport with your notaries, so you you can have everything locked in, and everybody is confirming the other person. As long as you're able to uh know what you you've done to the pen and pad, and put everything in writing, I mean, shit, we we shouldn't have no problems
3: from this point on. Well, at this particular point in time, uh, that I I'm I'm just gonna say this that. The primary person that we need to establish the, the the relationship has already been solidified. I'm meeting them tomorrow. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that same thing, like, like you said, uh, what you said early is I mean you know I I give you two thumbs up on that because you if you got if you have a notary that you build a rapport of and trustworthy, like you said, you hit now now you also have a network. So if you need to get more than one, you can stay within
3: that network. And you know, no questions asked. Exactly. Everything. Everything is, and the thing of it is, is this uh, that the mindsets are all geared in the same direction. The, see, the beauty of this is, is this is that these are people who are not just notaries, but these are people who think like we think.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: And that's key because uh, in the fact that they think like we think, it now becomes a situation that. It's you know I mean I'm I'm just going to say this first and foremost that you know we're we're not trying to get over on anybody but we're just trying to get justice for just us. Right. Uh, and uh these people understand and you know one of them they have completed this process you know which we're getting ready to in- delve into tomorrow. And so you know once that is done then, hey we're good to go i'm I'm looking forward to getting on the call and say, "Listen, you know um yeah, everything's good to go we're getting ready to, to start jumping we're getting All ready right. to start we getting ready to start doing some things, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and um you know we're testing the waters it's not just a point of you know I'm telling you to do this this." So you can test the waters. I'm I'm telling you to do this because I already have tested the waters. You know what I'm saying? And this is where we're at, and this is this is what's going on. So, you know, it's 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 you know I'm I'm excited, you know, because some beautiful things is getting ready to start jumping. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Every like they uh, it's it's, it's a fine tuning on the instrument.
3: Yep. That's
0: that's where uh, we're at. Sure, the fine tuning, fine tuning the instrument, bro. Yeah. So hey, I'm I'm all I'm all with that. Uh, I mean, like I said, we just have to sit back and wait until till that level get mastered. Then now it can it can be passed down. Uh, yeah. So you know, say so each each level must be mastered. Because, so, yeah. You know, if you get a whole bunch of people. Going up into the apprenticeship, you know, up here, the mess around here don't do so much crossing over, they're they going to go ahead and flip the script on you. And it's like, damn, now we got to go back to the drawing board start all over again. And that's what we're <laughs> Yeah,
3: and that's what we're trying not to do, man, but some folks just can't. They just
0: kill they, uh, they don't get it. No, some of them. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be be honest with you. Some of them motherfuckers just don't need to know until it's ready to to time to move. Exactly. See, the, the, the 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 one thing that people people get this this false sense. Just like just like what happened in the civil rights movement when our our all, all folks integrated, they got that false sense of goddamn freedom and security. You know what I'm saying? Good sign of uh uh pulling the wool over your eyes. Very, very, very prime example. Some of these cats just it's like, look, y'all are just gonna have to hold up until we master this skill set. But if you decide to go outside the box, you on your own. Right. So exactly. Just pay the bill. Everybody everybody can't come in. You know, that's why I asked you you know, in the beginning, you know, have you mastered it? Because I already, I look, I've already seen that. I, I've never been a, I never, I was a part of it, but I, I wasn't a part of the, of the part that received the heat. I was a part of the part that just had a chance to get a second, a second, uh, chance on life. Right, right. If if, if I explain myself, or uh, if you if you uh understand what I just said. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So that's why I'm causing. I look back and I say, okay, if you haven't mastered this right here, oh, believe me, I can wait. I can stay focused on whatever I got going on right here until that will get mastered and once that get mastered. Because when you master that skill set, you got to teach it.
2: You know, it ain't going to be no if
0: and, if and, but uh bones about it. That, that, that has to be taught now.
3: Yeah, you can't you really can't master something until so you really know it and you're able to teach it.
0: Yeah, so that's why I say if you let's say if you haven't mastered but you 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 touch it here, you touch it there, you know what I'm saying, you try you you know, you're working on saying which one is which, how we got it. Let let's just say like right now right now we're inside a mousetrap. Okay. For me to get over here, I got to start doing something over here. I got to do something over here. I got to do something over here just to get to the cheese because I don't want to keep turning around and I'm running to a dead end. Right, 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 you
3: know? right, right, right.
0: So so I got to I gotta make sure that I pay attention to my surroundings and what's going on. Cuz so I can say, everything you do, you, you're already tracing your steps. So it's like, okay, that wouldn't work. Okay, let me pull back. I'm still on level five. I haven't gone nowhere, so on level five, what do I need to do? Because I don't have to go all the way back down to level one, because I don't made all the way to five. And I'm like, okay, let let's let's go let's go this route from from this level. Oh, okay, well good, that that opened up a door. All right, so we got up we got all the way up until this point. Now you know we got just got to keep on going back and forth until it's like, okay, you got you you reach the uh, the grand prize. Okay, now I got that one. Now let me take this cause my trial and error and also the evidence and proof that I have pulled along the way is gonna support everything that I'm that I'm about to say. No you know, right. no if, ands, buts about it. But if the game gets changed, at least you have a foundation that you can work off of because if you study the foundation you're gonna see where they change the game because they always show you. It's always in a step.
2: Yeah, you know, it ain't hard to miss it. It's always in a step. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, you know, uh, like you say, dotted yards cross your T. You got your uh, you got your notary, like you say, bill bill a report, with a notary. Uh, I, I I also am going to push the fact that if you got a, uh, you know, a a, a lawyer, a attorney's office, law firm and whatnot, you know, because they always go into stuff dealing with case law. And a case law is very good to add to your affidavit, whatever kind of affidavit you got. If you get right. a case law on it. throw so, so a case law too up in there. No, uh, and that's Jonah
3: how. I beat, that's how I beat uh-huh. that case the uh, VA man. You know, it was I, I. got case law. I I gave them the law. I pointed them to 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 the joint, and 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 there was nothing else they could say. It was a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It was it was yeah. a wrap. You know, and uh, it's imperative, important that we know how to how to express ourselves without coming in there with with a whole bunch of bullcrap. Yeah, you know, I mean it's it's just just that simple, man. And if the people don't know how to do it, you know, then uh, they're gonna end up uh, setting
2: themselves up for failure. Just that plain, it's just that simple.
0: Yeah. So so and that's that's gonna be very important. Uh, you know, like, and you've already, like I say, see, you mastered that part. It's like, okay, look, I did this for one of my, for one of my papers and it worked. I shut them down. Okay. So now we know, okay, okay, case law. We need to find a case law that's pertaining to what, what we're doing
2: so we can keep going forward. All right. So, so every, every little bit,
0: Every little bit, little bit counts. Every little bit because people just want to go out here and just get Moby Dick. And it's like, yo, you're not going to get Moby Dick. Hang that shit up. Uh, It's like that song, Ghost Riders in the Sky. You ain't going to catch the devil's herd, so hang it up. You know, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses because you you heard something that sounded attractive to your ears. That just ain't going to happen. It's called chasing an illusion.
2: Yeah, so yeah.
0: Go ahead, let it go, let it rest, and start small because the small stuff is what you're going to really be learning off of. So just, yeah. just a little bit is what's going to happen. And case law, do work. And they do go a long way, uh, especially when you're doing what you're doing, because now you have more of a strong ground to stand on. Because now you can go back and forth. You can fight. You can really fight. Hey, this right here, this all such and such and such, such dealing with the same case or similar case. Hey, this is what they said. This is what this is what happened? Because like I say these courtrooms are not court of law. They are court of codes and i uh, get something else. So it ain't no law going on. It's a damn code book.
2: Exactly.
0: So exactly. that's why it's like I need to have something strong. So when he bring out this code, hey, I got a case law dealing with the same thing, dealing with exactly what you just said.
3: Exactly. Boom.
0: Yeah, so you've already perfected that part because, like I say, you just did that to the VA. And any time you put the VA on their ass, Shit, that's like putting down uh uh the uh like the FBI somebody on their Because so they all <laughs> fall upon the same umbrella. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so so we know okay, he did a case law that worked. All right, let me do a let me find a case off my so that's why I say having a notary that's in the law office or the attorney's office, you know, whatever, whatever. A lot of the time, the sec, the the secretaries in there, they they know case law. They can point you to the books, Uh in case law because a lot of them they have their own little library for their own clients to sit down at the table and uh, review. Right. Uh, exactly. I yeah, I know one right there by the. The courthouse in DeKalb County. Uh okay. right, there by the, right there by the train station. There's a little. It, it's it's an Asian uh, attorney's office. Right there in the same building where the where where the bank is at. Hell, at that lady desk behind her, she got she got nothing but black slaw
2: behind her back. That's all
0: she got back there. Case on this, cold this. Georgia code is blase, blase, blase. That's, that's all, and that's, that's all they carry, because they know it's not dealing with law. You're dealing with codes, statutory code. and each and each code does, you know, does have a case law that somebody has taken them to court and they have trapped them and won, right? Because you, you're not, you're not law. And whatnot is all is all doing with uh, uh cold. So so yeah, I mean everything you said is already a strong point. So hell, like I told you, I'm sitting back and following your lead. <laughs>
3: hey, you brother, I I uh, hey, I sent I mean, you an instant message. Uh, okay. And uh, hopefully, uh, if it's all right, uh, do that for me. That'd be great. Uh, it's not. I understand. Not All right,
0: now just uh, when you get up here, uh, give give me a call because we probably gonna. Cause I, I'm in Covington. Okay. So we we probably gonna roll out. Uh, like I said, we're going to uh, Stone Mountain. There, you know, I can I can go to the bushes to get to Stone Mountain. Uh, we're gonna be over by the uh by the jailhouse. Uh, the big jailhouse in the Cal County, right there by two eighty-five, is the is the area we're gonna be in. So that's really nowhere, you know. It ain't it ain't far from seventy-five, eighty-five, you know. uh right. you're Heading back down towards making, you know, right that junction. So you got to give me hands up, and uh, it'll be all of us together, and maybe we can uh hook up uh go sit down and get a grilled cheese sandwich or hot cocoa it so all got cold now. Then uh, yeah. ahead, call a
3: day, Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. Well, listen. My end up point because we're gonna be up there till till Tuesday.
0: Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. You're gonna be up for a couple of days. Uh. Uh. Tuesday. Y'all got stuff I'm doing Tuesday morning. Uh. Tomorrow well, I,
3: Monday. Uh huh. Well, I'm saying I'll be up there till Tuesday. But Monday is dedicated to the family, bruh. I'm taking my daughter to the zoo. Uh, oh, I
0: man, y'all going to see that nasty-ass grandpa?
2: Uh,
3: wherever the zoo is
2: at in Atlanta, man,
0: that's yeah. where we uh, grandpa right down on uh, Boulevard. That shit okay. funky as hell. Uh, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, that is a zoo. Yeah, that is a zoo, grandpa's zoo. That shit funky as hell.
3: <laughs> well, that's where it's going to be. I'm taking my daughter to the zoo. So, uh, we're going All to right, man. but
0: they're still, they're still calling me. Maybe we can look up afterwards. Uh,
3: well, afterwards, I'm heading home. I got some stuff I got to do. Uh, okay. Because I'm, I'm running, man. I got so much stuff on my plate. Uh, hold on a second. Let me stop this call. Let me All stop right. this
2: call.